0: Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. I hope you guys are doing well today. I am doing well myself. My mom is doing well also. Today's scripture comes from Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 17 through 18, and we are on the third fruit of the Spirit, peace. The New American Standard Bible reads, never repay evil for evil to anyone, respect what is right in the sight of all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. Vengeance. Repaying evil for evil. Last time I checked, the Lord stated that he was the one who would vindicate us. Vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. Remember that? So that means that we don't need to worry about anything. God's got it all under control. In looking at today's scripture, I see two directives. One is not to pay evil for evil, and two is to respect people. I want to park it here for just a second. Respect what is right in the sight of all people. Remember in episode 57, Proverbs 16 and 7, the ending of that verse stated that even our enemies will be at peace with us. You see, when we show respect to all peoples and do what is right— can really take issue with us that's the peace that our enemies will have with us because they know that they're going to do the right thing now you know you're going to have some crazies out there (laughs) but for the most part people respect those who they know are fair and it boggles their minds that you can be fair even when they are not and to me this ties into the scripture that talks about being kind is like heaping hot coals on someone's head In our world today, especially here in the U.S., we are so polarized that we can't even find common ground. And and that just, it leaves me in a state of just bewilderment. We cannot disassociate the issues from the person, and it results in extreme division where no one wins and all of us loses. I'm sure you've heard the term love the sinner and hate the sin. While this is true, it's also something we must work at. It's easy to associate a person with their sin or their issue. Far harder to see their humanity and to recognize that they too have been created in the image of God, whether they've come to accept him or not, but still recognizing that they're God's creation and then to treat them with that in mind That's probably why God doesn't want us to exercise our own vengeance on something that we didn't create. He did, and he knows the backstory. Now, the last part of the scripture, I believe, can be misinterpreted because it says, if possible, it qualifies, if possible, with, so far as it depends on you, meaning we're to be the peacemakers. If it depends on us, we are the ones to bring the peace. It's our responsibility. It's not our responsibility what the other person does or doesn't do. It's ours as the children of God. So if at all possible, that's what we're supposed to do. If they don't accept or they continue to bring confusion and disruptive behavior, that's on them. But we are to still walk in peace and to be fair. Fair doesn't necessarily mean that you always give in, but sometimes it may mean that. But we always are to do what is right and to keep our emotions somewhat at bay because our emotions can lead us astray and we know that we don't do this we like to it's easy for us to do the right thing for people that we love and like right we'll give them the extra scoop of ice cream so to speak <laughs> but for people that we don't like well they may get the rest of the leftovers right the scraps from the table and that's showing favoritism and if we look at the word of god in the uh book of Genesis. We see how favoritism worked out. Worked out well, didn't it? Not really. Now I want to read the same scripture in the message version. And it reads, don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. Even, that's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. I want to highlight the phrase "if you've got it." The phrase "if you've got it in you." I kind of took issue with this in this version. That's why I wanted to highlight it. If we already know that we have peace, because God has given us His peace, we've already covered scriptures with that. So it's not a "if we have peace." It's "since you have peace." So I would rephrase it to say, "Since you have it in you." live in peace with people. (laughs) That would be my take on the message Bible, But then it ends with a reminder that God is the one who's going to do the judging, not us. Yet let's really be honest. How many of you have taken vengeance in your own hands? Or at least tried to. And looking back over my life thus far, I've not tried to exercise vengeance, but I sure have thought about it. Which we know in God's eyes is the same thing. Our human nature naturally wants to see someone pay who has wronged us or wronged someone that we love. I think we think God isn't paying attention of what's going on, or He doesn't care, or He's or He's just not He's not reacting quick enough. But we need to know that that's not true. God sees each and everything that's going on in our lives. He is in the details of our lives. I hate the phrase "the devil is in the detail." How inaccurate is that? If the devil were in the details, would he have allowed, would he have let Jesus be crucified on the cross? That's an absolute no, but he's not omniscient. He doesn't know everything, and so he's not in the details. Our God is, and our God being in the details means he sees each and everything that's going on in your life. He sees people who are wrong in you, and he will take care of it. I've seen God work on my behalf when someone not has wronged me but has wronged others that I've worked with and I've prayed for various things I normally pray for God to just take care of it I I try to pray for him to soften people's hearts but you know I will say but I would like this outcome and I'm not saying God is a puppet he is not but God will respond to my my prayers And I remember in asking for, you know, vengeance, so to speak, not vengeance, but just a different outcome for a certain individual, God exercised his vengeance and it was harsh. And I even went back to God with, well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean for him to get it that bad. (laughs) When God exercises his vengeance, it is something far more permanent, far more um, harsh, I can say, than what we ever could have done to where you will look back and go, ooh, I wouldn't have wished that on them. And so that's why I try to be real careful and thoughtful with what I pray. I pray for God's will to be done. And sometimes I'm honest. If my emotions are are involved, I say emotionally, Lord, I want X, Y, and Z. But I don't want X, Y, and Z to happen if that is not in your will. I do not want to pray in error or in a mist, and my cousin Tori remember I spoke to you about her she started her new podcast 42 weeks the number four the number two weeks and in one of her episodes she she talks about prayer and it's really good and she talks about praying and miss praying for something that you know is wrong and therefore you know God isn't going to grant it we as children of God we have the privilege of going before him and he Tells us, he encourages us to ask. So we need to make sure that we're asking with pure and sincere hearts and to not pray for vengeance. Although we have examples in the scriptures and Psalms of David doing the same thing, wanting him to smack down his enemies. But at the end of the scripture, he always turns over to God's will be done. And so that's what we need to do. Be truthful with God, your emotions will get involved. But understand that God is in control and he will take vengeance. He has granted us his access through Jesus Christ and he longs for fellowship with you. He wants you to chat with him as you would a best friend, a beloved parent, and whisper in his ear as a lover. He wants all of that from you. So when you speak with him, understand that he is listening and that he is and will act on your behalf. Don't ask for anything crazy, remember. He will protect you. And in everyone in their due season, remember they will reap what they sow. Our challenge today, dear one, is to ensure that we sow in peace. Let us pray. God, we come before you today acknowledging that you are a God who is in the details of our lives, that there isn't anything that goes on in our little worlds that you aren't aware of, and that you see. People who are wrong, who have wronged us, you see the hurt that it's caused. And we come asking, Father, for your grace for our enemies. We ask, Father, that you give us the patience to trust you as you work out the plan that you have for them. Help us not to exercise evil for evil, but to come before you and to pray for our enemies, to ask, to intercede. For them on your uh, for them to you we ask father that you help us to just trust you with everything that is going on in our lives help us to come to you with our hurt with our anger and our emotion knowing that you will vindicate us we thank you for being a god that we can come to and that we can access We thank you for being a God who loves us so much that you won't allow hurt, harm, or danger to last in our lives for too long. But as your scripture says, there will be trials and tribulations on this side of the Jordan. But to cheer up because you've overcome the world. And so we come, Father, with cheerful, joyful hearts, acknowledging that we are your children and we love you. We're flawed, but you love us anyway. And so we come to you with everything we have, which isn't anything, and we just say thank you. Thank you for loving us and blessing us. Bless the caretakers who are listening today. Give them an extra set of grace and mercy as they continue to put one step in front of the other in caring for the loved one you've given them charge over. Help them to feel your love and then to allow that love to flow to the loved one. We pray for all of the... Support systems that you put in place for them from the doctors, nurses, family, and friends. Help them to know that they're not in this alone. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember not to take vengeance in your own hands. Today we're going to be sowers of peace. Now go and exercise the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Chat with you tomorrow.